what I mean to say, a nutshell podcast is my little snack size pod that launches new episodes every Monday and Thursday. It's where I get to drop topics and throw around my own honest opinions and insights on some of life's lifiest moments while connecting each episode to a fun and relatable meme. I'm your host, Rhea. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of What I Mean to Say, a Nutshell Podcast. I'm your host, Rhea, and today is a totally, totally different segment from what I've done in the past. Today is my first launch of Freestyling with Friends. <laughs> and this particular episode is very, very special to me. Um, it was my opportunity a few weeks back to sit and have a one-on-one chat with my brother, Rhett. Today is the day that I'm launching that episode officially. Now, as a listener, please be patient because there's some things that went totally south in this interview. (laughs) Number one, we can't ever seem to stop talking, him and I. So this is a long one. It's broaching on like two hours long. Do I expect you to listen to the whole thing? No, I certainly don't. But if you want to, the whole episode is there for your listening pleasure. The next thing that went awry was that the platform I use, Anchor, which I love, is not really set up properly for um, an interview platform. And because we were doing this um, segment or this episode rather, remotely, I was at home, my brother was at his home an hour away. Uh, What happened was after a a good chunk of time, um, our audio started to overlap as we were recording, unbeknownst to us. Uh, When we got to the playback reel, um, it also wouldn't allow me to do any editing. So here is that interview in its rawest format. I am not gonna do anything with it, I'm not even going to attempt to. Because once you've had that moment, you can't really get it back. I am really proud of this segment. Um, what I am a little disappointed with was that we cut cut off so quickly when it came to the end of it. I didn't get to say what I wanted to say at the end. And um, so I'm going to take that opportunity right now. Um, you're going to notice if you do decide to sit with it and listen to the end, what you're going to find is that this human being is one of the most thoughtful and insightful and bright people that I have had the pleasure of knowing my whole life. Uh, and he just brings another dynamic to my world and to the people who know him best. And I am so fortunate to know him. He's absolutely, hands down, one of my most favorite people in the whole world. And I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to have this interview with him. If you want to stick through, like I said, to the end, to me, it's worthwhile. I will let you know right now, we tried, I we had a really hilarious moment. Um, I was doing a speed round of questions with him. And you'll see that if you do listen to the end, they do overlap and it doesn't turn out the way that we'd hoped. Um, But we didn't know that the platform was a little glitchy uh, in terms of how quickly we were responding to one another, having said that we were um, uh, recording remotely. So in any case, without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this little 
moment in time that I, an opportunity I had to sit with my brother. I loved every minute of it. Like I said, one of my most favorite people. And here he is, my brother, Rhett. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> All right. Take the take 45. <laughs> take 50. And now it's midnight. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Thanks for coming out. No editing required. How are you today? I'm fine. Can I just first say, yes. long, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> you can say that. I appreciate that. I've been to hear those words my whole life. Oh, I know. Uh, I've been actually waiting to, to say them. So oh, that, have you? Oh, wow. That really does like, It's a win-win then. We're, it's a dream. Dreams are coming true on both ends. That's that's what I'm all about here. At uh, what I mean to say, making dreams happen. <laughs> you know how it is. Anyway, who are you? <laughs> Seriously, though, before we get started, I have two things to say because I know that you've mentioned it in one of your earlier podcasts that you uh, sometimes whistle your s's. Yes. I do as well. So I'll like apologize a- to the four <laughs> people that listen to this one with me on it. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> anyway. Um, so and we're also be heavy on the S's tonight. Heavy, yeah, heavy. heavy on the we'll S's. be assessing a lot of our successes. Yes, on this lifestyles and <laughs> of the rich and famous. Um, yeah, you know, I I think that the S thing, it, it it I guess it becomes less noticeable after a while. But as soon as you bring it up, thanks for doing that. Then I'm just hyper 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 aware. Hyper, I don't even want to say the word sensitive right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hyper aware of the, of um, yeah, what comes across, and I don't even have my my pop filter on right now. I got oh, a pop have... filter that is supposed to, like, uh, sort of null, numb that out a little bit. Mostly the P sounds, I think, but that's that's not my issue. No, yeah, P sounds is not my issue. Yeah. Um, okay, that's so good. Who am I? Two things you wanted to say. Didn't you oh yeah, that the other oh, one is. That... Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. This is wonderful. I'm so honored to be here on your on your pod. I'm so excited. As you know, when I we've had these conversations before, when I get a shout out on your pod, I get really Mm -hmm. excited. And uh, so I'm just really I'm just, you know, I love podcasts myself. I love your podcast. And um, I'm just really excited. I have this fantasy of having my own, but um, it's really just me and my buddies talking to each other once a week about golf no or just oh you just like talk to each other and you're like damn we should be recording this yeah hilarious yeah we think it's bold it's terrible (laughs) it's terrible i know but you're like everyone would listen to this and then you would think about like the playback you're like no one will listen to this except for us yeah people recording it so but the archives the archives of those conversations are probably really important well and i think it's worth archiving those things because there's many times where we kind of go off on tangents and then you're like, what were we even laughing about? And yeah. you don't remember. And bring it on back. Bring it on back. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, now you said that you, you appreciate the shout outs and that's, I, I, it, you do tend to come up fairly frequently. And so within the mystery, who am I shouting out to? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let me introduce you. How about this? Is uh, I'm your, I'm your youngest everybody brother. Pardon me? <laughs> I'm your youngest brother, Rhett. Yes. Welcome, Rhett, my youngest brother. <laughs> Don't make fun of my how I say my name. But Rhett. when you get Grant and yes. Greg and Brett and Brant and sometimes you got to enunciate. And everyone I get it. 
especially my family makes fun of me for saying ret. Yeah, ret. People are like, yes, very clear. And <laughs> it's true. And I'm just mumble mouth. I'm like, Rhea. And they're like, Leah? Like, Rhea. Like, Maria? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's all close. Yeah, you got it. It was in there. Mumble mouth. Um, awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have you on the pod today. And this is my first episode of an actual interview format. And I'm excited to call it freestyling with friends. And because we're, we're just freestyling, you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's uh, well, neither do I really. But that's okay. That's it's only because I can't read my own writing, but. <laughs> Um, oh, I do have to like, great. We're gonna start super deep, and I just want to start kicking <laughs> off with what's your biggest fear? <laughs> you know, oh, that's funny. Yeah, just ease right into it. Yeah, don't okay. let's get the waterworks going right away. <laughs> I'm not answering. We can circle that back right now. We can circle back. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you might be in a delicate position. We'll just circle back. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about you, and I just wrote down some some uh, key points here. I put down, and you're gonna have to correct me on whether I on one point, but I'll get there. So, certified golf professional. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, former. This is what my question is: former or still owner and operator of Bluebird Tacos, Taco Bus? Oh, I still own it, but I it's, still own it. But yeah, operating. I still own it. It's not operating right now, and I probably won't for at least a couple of years, but we'll see what happens. You never know. I did actually just get an email today from somebody asking me to, to cater their wedding in Moose Jaw. Oh, yeah. I don't. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did one last summer, as you know, and it went really well. And the first time I'd ever Mm -hmm. done that. And, um, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I could do it on a side gig. I just, again, I don't know if he knows that, as you know, the taco bus Mm -hmm. doesn't run. So yeah. It's like, yeah, what's the towing cost to and from this job? Well, for those those of you slackers out there that are just tuning in, (laughs) Bluebird Tacos is, tell us a little bit about Bluebird Tacos and your inspiration around that. Oh, my goodness. I know. Yeah, so. Can I answer the biggest fears question instead? (laughs) Can we circle back to the biggest fears? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. is this too much? I've uh, no. not even done my introduction. <laughs> no. Is there an introduction? I also had recently to... retired disgruntled postal worker. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> that is, those are the facts. I'm not disgruntled. I missed that job. That was a wonderful job. Um, um, yeah, Bluebird Tacos. So let's get back yeah, here. Yeah, let's go back uh, So, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if it matters, but we moved uh, to a rural community probably about four years ago. And in that rural community, we our home was right across the street from a, um, there was an old school bus. And mm-hmm. we were looking in our window and we saw this school bus and I thought, ah, I'm going to go check it out. I go see what happens. I look inside mm-hmm. and it looks to be something that's converted. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I talked to the neighbor she says it was a fish and chip truck. It's con- converted, but it doesn't run. has run for a number of years. I end up buying it, decide I'm going to make tacos out of it. And for the last two summers, I've run a taco truck out of this converted um, school bus uh, called Bluebird Tacos. And kind of the inspiration from that is our connection with 
um, a little a tiny little connection with Mexico, whereas our, our parents winter there and we go all visit them often. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just really a culture and a food that I really enjoy and especially mm -hmm. tacos and tacos are, um, um, I'm not going to say they're easy to make, but once, you know, once I got into it, it was, it made the most sense for me when I was thinking about doing something and it really challenged me and, and push my boundaries a little bit. And, um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And I think anybody who's had an opportunity to get out to the, the elbow area, Diefenbaker Lake area, and actually get to sample these in the summers that you were running the bus are very fortunate. And I know there's a lot of people that are like, darn it, I wish they got out there and oh, they're closed up for the summer already. Yeah. You got to get out there and get them while they're hot. Cause once you're sold out, you're sold out. And, and I think people are, very pleasantly surprised because a lot of people I think come and they expect the hard tacos and like ground beef and and like I don't know if you're still gonna be running it I feel like we just this is this is free airway free, free yeah well I'm <laughs> like, yeah I mean I'm at a new I'm at a new uh organization now and we yeah. I work closely with we have a restaurant there and um I work closely with the chef um I'm not as involved in the food and beverage but we are planning on we've already done a, a bluebird tacos night out of that restaurant um mm -hmm. and it was successful we thought and we'll again this summer we're going to run a tacos and tequila evening at least once um where you know bluebird tacos it will be inspired by bluebird um because the chef um at the at the place that i'm at now in elbow saskatchewan is um is uh is doing stuff like that also so um i'll still be involved and whether i get actual bluebird tacos out of the bus up and running again is uh is definitely not a no and this so when they, when they're having hosting the bluebird taco nights that he's using your recipes yes Wow. With, awesome. with his own twist. Again, he is a, he's a red seal chef who really knows how mm. to cook. I mean, you know, like he can elevate. Oh, you're no schlep for being No, a... you're right. But he can elevate some <laughs> for things. For being untrained, he... like self, self -taught. Well, thank you. Yes. But um, yeah, but he, he, he can just, he just sees things a little differently like anybody would, right? I mean, it would be like anybody taking it. And, and again, when it comes to the kitchen, Rhea, you are, you are a heck of a, you know, I would, I would um, injure people for your pad thai, as you know, oh, and, you. Um, <laughs> and that's the real deal. But like, if, well, um, so yeah, it's just like, even if somebody looks at it differently and they can give it, they take their own, their own take on it, their own perspective. Cause that's really all I did with, you know, Bluebird tacos was my take on authentic Mexican tacos. And I, you know, I'm not right. Mexican. I don't have any heritage or, you know, right. I took a couple of cl cooking classes down there and that's, that's, that's the gist of it. Right. So. Yeah, that was definitely um, dream and passion driven for sure with a hundred percent, which I admire big time. I was just, I knew that that was something that was on your list of like, what you'd love to accomplish was to own a food truck one day and and there you did and not only did you just do it but you crushed it and it was amazing and i hope to see that little bus going again one day you never know i know that i've got two boys that well one in particular that was like what uncle's not running the bus but that was gonna be my part-time job for the next <laughs> five years i was like oh okay so yeah it's uh it was a pretty amazing thing to be able to witness you bring to fruition so kudos to you on that and like i said i hope to see that some stuff pumping out of that little blue bus again one day yeah well you never know right i'm still young so i can still know. 
And you're right, though it is it is something. It was a dream and a passion that came to to fruition because you know I'd I'd uh, I have a record of me holding a sign that said I would be an owner and operator of a food truck by 2017, and I was one year late. No, I was two years late. I was 2019, but I did do it, and that's well, you know, you know, like anybody, and well, not maybe not like anybody, but you and I have several conversations like this, and about it not even being about the time frame necessarily it was just where you're right. at and you got there when you got there and that's uh the main thing is that you it, you didn't let it just like slip away and now you're going to be able to be 80 years old and be like yeah i did that yeah 100 i wanted to do that and i did it doesn't mean you had to do it for life and you know bust your ass in it and, and be like cook and talk time to make the tacos <laughs> You know, you become that guy, but you can say, you can already say, I did yeah. that. I accomplished yeah. that, right? And that's, that's pretty huge. Speaking of accomplishments. Yeah. I'm, look at me, I'm like the segue. Seriously. This is my, like, own, wow, this my is... own take on how to do freestyle. <laughs> this is really professional. <laughs> well, really? No, come on. Well, let's wait till we hear the playback. Um, uh, so other big accomplishments, I mean, as I stated before, so, you're a certified golf professional. Okay. Yes. When did you know that was going to be a thing for you? And this is truthfully a question I've never asked you. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you asked me this because I was just having this conversation today and it had been a while since I'd, since I'd, um, you know, thought of it. Um, so I am a member of the PGA of Canada and that's the professional golfers association of Canada. I am a golf mm-hmm. professional, um, not a mm-hmm. professional golfer, professional golfer gets played Great. to pay golf. I get, no, they get paid to play golf, and I <laughs> get played. <laughs> sometimes it feels like it. No, you're right. Um, but I get paid to run operations and teach lessons mm-hmm. and um, those sorts of things. So a little bit different. So it's mm-hmm. it's still very glamorous, you know. But it's not like no, I don't know Tiger Woods. <laughs> Just... Oh, that was my next question. <laughs> okay. So anyway, wrapping up. Thanks for because <laughs> the rest of the podcast was all questions about Tiger Woods, right? So, well, here I am, like scratching things off my list now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Back to the question. Um, although, um, uh, what was yeah the exactly? Uh, so as yes, why? Did, where did how did that path become a thing for you to want to become? Well, I'll let you tell yeah. it. Um, so our dad got into the golf industry kind of late in life and I Mm -hmm. watched that quite often. And the thing that really did it for me was I remember kind of floating through, um, life in my, you know, 19, 20, 21s. And, um, Mm -hmm. for some reason or other, I went on a trip with, um, our parents to South Carolina. We played, um, we played about three or four rounds of golf in about a five or six day span. I don't really remember much other about that trip besides kind of the golf and driving around and seeing some stuff that I hadn't really seen before. Um, and I remember one evening mom was cooking and dad and I, our condo just kind of walked out onto this golf course. I can't even remember what the golf course was. And it was like late in the evening and we were just like chipping balls, you know, we're around the green and, and I knew dad was already in the industry. And I thought, you know, I think this is something that I could do. Not knowing that it's not <laughs> evenings chipping balls with your dad as much as it could be, right? <laughs> or would like it to be. But 
this summer is about to change that. Yeah, yeah I think it will actually a <laughs> this little summer bit. Will be a little <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so then from that point, we, you know, once we got back from our trip, I enrolled in golf management school in uh, Lethbridge and did my three years there and had some incredible um, internships at a couple really neat places and and just got opportunity after opportunity and um you know it's it you know there's like anything there's ups and there's downs and um I learned from one of them and I didn't from any of the others and no I'm just kidding the uh <laughs> yeah and then I was out of the industry for probably like 10 years and now I'm back you know I was always kind of teaching yeah. lessons and that sort of thing but now I'm running an operation and um leading a team and getting ready to start the the season in the next couple of weeks so yeah 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 it's super yeah. exciting for sure and um yeah it's i think it's super super cool but to, like you've always you've always been athletic like i know that much about you and our other brother as well and well you know i think all of us to a degree absolutely <laughs> not to toot our not to toot our own horns but we've kind of come by it honestly our dad was really athletic and and i mean mom dabbled <laughs> mom dabbled i mean like, i think we know where we got she, all of our parts she would from. not say that like, she was it's, i mean it, we, it's true she would not consider herself an athlete but if you ask her about stuff like i have more recently she like played basketball and she all kinds of stuff so which is i mean that's that's cool i think and i know she played racquetball and that yeah. cool stuff but what I was going to say is that when, um, do you have a, like a, a, prior to that, prior to the trip that you guys mm -hmm. took, um, do you have a, like a moment where you're just like, I really like just enjoy golf. I could, or was it, was just a hobby? Um, that's a good question. Um, no, I've always really enjoyed it. I think, um, you know, I, I took it as seriously as I took really anything, um, you know, I, cause I played high school golf. It wasn't, you know, high school golf in Canada is, is kind of a, it's not a joke by any means because it's a good activity and it's a good way to introduce kids to the sport, but it's not, you know, you get, you get a month and a half of golf, if that in Saskatchewan before school's done. And then there's really, and I think they're changing that as far, but when I was there, it wasn't, there wasn't a big, influx of money and there was you see way more and more kids now doing golf scholarships going to some of the mm -hmm. you know like i know north dakota and washington and and uh, montana though kind of the those um colleges or universities get some canadian kids too and even down south a little bit more but um mm -hmm. it you know it was always it was always a fun way to get out it was always you know dad loves golf as we know like that's the thing mm -hmm. when you think about mm -hmm. our you know, our family, you've taken it up in the last three or four years and it's, it's a bug that it got you. Quinn's this, or our brother Quinn's the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's what we do. You know, we, we play golf. So yeah. it's, it reminds me as much about like growing up as it does connecting how we do right now, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for, and I think for you and I particularly, because we live the closest of all of the, like, of our yeah. immediate family. And we both enjoy golfing. So we do make a point of golfing together often. And I appreciate that because 
I get like lessons mm-hmm. when it happens. And I also just, it's, it's an opportunity for me for learning and trying to, you know, uh, trying to implement the things you're telling me, even though it's really hard, <laughs> but we make a point of it and we, it's, and it's a lot of fun for me too. And I always look forward to getting out on the course with you and yeah. And I hope that we can venture out and do that a little bit more. Well, this year's gonna be super busy for you being with being with the new course and getting that underway. But I know that we I had had on my list at one point to play a pro am with you, and I would still love to do that one day. And I'm I'm accumulating my my scores now, so that's you'll exciting. have a handicap and <laughs> yeah, you'll have a handicap in no time. Then Pardon we can me? really play for money. That's <laughs> no. No, let's stick with our bingo, yeah, bango, done. bongo. <laughs> bingo, bango, bongo. Yeah, that's a good one. You can't lose too much there. Well, it all depends. I, what I'm really losing on lately is our hockey games. <laughs> well, you said you didn't want to bring it up, that's... but if you want to talk hockey, it's not a hockey podcast, <laughs> but if you want to talk hockey. It is not, but it's not a oh, golf one either, yeah. and there we are. <laughs> no, it's... No, I just feel like it's. I feel like I'm always owing you money. <laughs> it's it's like I was saying to these. Take it these... up with the CPGA or the yeah, Oilers seriously. <laughs> it's uh, it's like I was saying to these three young kids that were in the in the pro shop today, just kind of mulling around, um, you know. And I said, "You guys aren't allowed to come back until you get a better hat." And they were all wearing Oilers hats, and they enjoyed that and gave me the <laughs> gears. They told me I needed to get a better job, and that kind of hurt a little bit. But I was. Oh geez! <laughs> like, oh, cutting, cutting deep, guys. Like you're, you're nine years old. Yeah. Take it easy on an old fella. You're like <laughs> nine. Take some names down. You're like, I'll be watching you <laughs> fellas on the coat on the course this summer. Yeah, Little punks. They're probably sourcing out your pro shops. Oh, I mean, they were asking for everything. <laughs> Five finger discount. Yeah. Oh yeah. Asking for everything for free. Can I have this for free? The one guy wanted the remote to the TV for free. <laughs> I know. Silly. That was a fun breakup of my day because the rest of the day was, oh, the rest of the day was fine. But it's nice to kind of mix it up with some nine-year-olds every now and then. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, right? (laughs) Mixing it up a little bit. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Excuse me. Um, Okay, so we've touched on a couple of things. And yes, most recently, (laughs) retired. We retired or semi-retired from... (laughs) The federals, the feds. I guess. Uh, well, do you get? To it's not really retired? retirement. Yeah, I mean, I I'm just like I only worked there for three years, but <laughs> so it's kind of a little. Sounds a little ridiculous to call it retirement, but it is my. It is the joke that I made. Um, yeah, in the okay. in the family group text that we have, nobody got it, but that was fine. Yeah. I know. I got it. <laughs> um, Dad did not, yeah. which was hilarious. But that's another. <laughs> yeah seriously (laughs) but yeah no i'm no longer working for the last Um, uh three years three and a half years four three and a half years i've been the uh the mailman in our little community which was a heck of a job it was a lot of fun really enjoyed it but now because of the commitments around the the golf course it would just be too much for me to do kind of the same reason the taco bus isn't happening either um i just need to get my Mm -hmm. um just really focus on i can do a lot of things okay i can do mm-hmm. one thing really well and that's kind of the that's kind of the mm-hmm. uh the motivation right now 
So do you think that people can actually multitask? Absolutely. Multi-task? You just, you can't, uh, I don't think you can, I don't think you can excel at anything if you're being pulled in a bunch of different directions. Like, like when I think about, yeah, I, I mean, last summer, for example, or the, even the summer before that, right? Um, I, I was doing both the mail and the taco bus. And, um, you know, probably two on that list is a husband and a father. So, you know, yeah. you just try to like, you try to balance all those things. And there's really no such thing as balance. But it's like, I, I think about, well, what if, you know, the idea that I tossed around a couple of times with the taco bus was, why don't I, why wouldn't I just be open seven days a week? You know, like if it's this good for the three mm-hmm. days that I'm open, July and August, this little community is busy enough as it is. I, I, I think I'd be able mm-hmm. to make it fly, but a little bit of fear in that, in the sense that if I take that on, then I probably do have to get rid of the mail job. The mail job is pretty secure. It's pretty easy. I'm in a good routine with that one. You know, those sorts of the, the comfortability of it. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I think ultimately when we, you know, when we try to, take on too many things or when we try to you know first of all the science behind it is that women can um what are we talking about again multitasking, multitasking. that's the word i was like <laughs> I, I had a you guys oh. case in point that men can't precisely and, and podcast yeah. over what are we talking about again <laughs> where are we where am i it is proven that women are better. Are better yes. I mean, I've, I've heard that there's research around that women are better multitaskers than men, but I think ultimately it doesn't matter who you are. If you're doing a number of different things, none of them are getting all of your attention. And, but again, that's kind of how we live, right? I mean, nobody ever gets all of our attention. Yeah. Our our spouse doesn't, our kids don't, our job doesn't. And so we split it all up. So then we think we can just keep piling things on. And once you do, it's, yeah. it's never like, 100%. And the bus was great. And I enjoyed it. And I had fun. And, you, you know, you've said, and I've heard from a number of people that they're delicious, and everybody loves them. Um, but mm-hmm. to think that if I put just a little bit more effort into that, like what it really could have been, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that I would ever give up on that. But it's, yeah, but was the fear there? Because you said there's some fear there would be the fear is that it would be taking away from the other places, the other, like, when you have all the balls in the air, I think like, <clears throat> I feel like sometimes when I like compartmentalize all the mm-hmm. things that I have to do, they're varying sizes of balls. <laughs> Just put it bluntly. It's varying sizes. Some things are bigger than others. And then there's like weight distribution and it's just like, holy, how can I like manage all of this sometimes? And did you ever, was the fear that the toggle bus would become not too big, but too big in terms of the other things that you No, that wasn't about. the fear. The fear was that, that I would be out on my own now. Like now it's because the taco bus, as you know, was just me. Occasionally I would have your son, you know, flip tortillas mm-hmm. for me or my daughter, you know, crack a pop or two. But um, ultimately it was right. all by myself, right? So if I then decide yeah. to go at that 100% and then I don't have the male job, which was kind of my, you know, my... Yeah. um little little side gig there that just kind of made me the money that you know paid my bills the things I wanted to do and then I could just have fun with the with the taco bus um that was the fear is that then I would take that away and there would be a lot more pressure on myself to to perform whether it be I mean financially ultimately which again I that wasn't really the concern it was just like 
the the job is two months a year. You know, you might you might get four, right? Um, but that's it. And I'm not making. Yeah. I'm definitely not making whatever I need to survive in four months of the year. Um, well, I shouldn't say I'm definitely not. I just didn't. Right. I just didn't give it that chance. And I'm not. Again, like I said, I'm not saying that I well, wouldn't, but I'm just at this point. I'm just veering in a different direction. Yeah, like maybe to sustain that, like to do sustain that for the summer, and then to to have that be sort of the income to like pushing through the remainder of the year when you want to like have a certain lifestyle and you want. I mean, you guys are pretty low key, not off the grid, but you're pretty low key. But in terms of like, <clears throat> excuse me, things like being able to take trips and like planning trips. I know you had a big trip planned last year that I had to fall through unfortunately because pandemic the pandemic. Yep. The, plague. The, plague. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the pandemic but yeah so i know that there's i mean if you and you're you're a hard worker by nature like you're gonna you're willing to put in the work sometimes to a fault I mean, but yes absolutely i am i, I i'm not yeah. i'm not afraid of um six five six seven days in a row and like well above you know when I was doing the mail and when I was doing the taco bus it was and I was teaching lessons here and there and I was also I did that ridiculous job at the condos where my son kind of helped oh, me right. out with or our son <laughs> helped us out with right for the most part but I mean like that yeah. was too much what was I don't even I think about what was I even thinking last year but um you know and and that was the thing where I would like we you've had a couple conversations about setting boundaries that was really difficult for me like I have a hard time saying no so I just take on and take on mm -hmm. and take on and that's why I say it can be to a fault because I will my wife and I were talking mm -hmm. about it today how she was you know um listening about um burnout and how that's now um mm -hmm. um you know considered like a real illness or real disease right like people are and which I've always known I mean I always get to that point working in the golf industry you work your butt off for you know, six months and then you literally do nothing. And you, mm -hmm. by the end of August, middle of September, you're like, you're so ornery. Like you're just done with everybody and yeah. you're burnt out. And you're that's what out. it is. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, um, you're just done. Cooked. Yeah. Stick a fork in me. As they say. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so with, with having that conversation where you guys, finding ways to be like proactive about the sort of inevitable burnout and to sort of like to be like, okay, well, how are we going to recognize it? What are we going to do to alleviate it or at least minimize it? <clears throat> well, well, as you know, you think about? <laughs> I mean, as you or know, as, you as far as this about? podcast is concerned, <laughs> you should be talking to her, not to me. Right. I mean, this is, you know, like I know, <laughs> And yeah, I intend for sure. And I'm sure she would love to. Um, but yeah, of course. I mean, she sees it. She knows what she knows what I'm what I'm capable of <laughs> in the in the in the in the not so great <laughs> sense. So it's really that first that was that's the first thing to be aware of. Right. Is like it's there. You know, it's it's coming. You know, what can we do? to do those things. And I mean, we've had this conversation kind of back and forth over the last couple of weeks, um, just with, you know, kind of the ramp up of the season and what's going on in our lives as far as like, mm -hmm. it's getting a little busier than it normally is. But, um, you know, the, that idea around, um, you know, what are you going to do for yourself? You know, like, I know there's, I know the things that I need to do to make sure that I, I can, 
I can sustain whatever it is gaining because um because it can be a lot and it's the thing is that if I know what I'm doing if I just don't do them and I feel it creeping in you got to go do those things right like I listen to a couple of podcasts um and one of the things is like if you're feeling if you're feeling grouchy or you're feeling a little prickly around the edges it's like how is your <laughs> check in with you how is your sleep been how has your eating been how's yeah. your sleep or how's have you worked out you know have you have you yeah have you yeah. moved your body and those your body. you know those three things if you can yeah. answer you know truthfully answer those three things um you know however you need to like if they're not yeses or noes or whatever it looks like um you can get a pretty mm-hmm. good sense but it's it can be more than that too right it's so we had the first conversation mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll have others because we you know as we do we we chat her and i we just chit chat about the things yep. some yep. good some bad mostly great and yeah the rest are kids <laughs> as yeah. you yeah, exactly yeah. but i know that it's always there's always like intention there with the conversations to be like checking in and and understanding that it's like it's not always good and it's and that's okay and you know that there's not supposed to it's not like rainbows and lollipops I mean, and your and your daughter's all in it <laughs> unicorns and whatnot but it's not it's supposed to be because she's little but it's but for the for real life yeah i mean i feel like there's like that reality that you have to be like yeah i'm not so doing so good with this and like how do i you know tap into making making this better like as a whole and when it comes to balance and actually it was interesting i was talking to mom like kind of talked with her briefly and I asked if she'd be interested in coming on on freestyling of friends and talking a little bit about work and work and family balance from her experience like from her time and given that she wrote her thesis yeah that would be amazing right I would and I think it would be I think it would be amazing too and also being able to compare that with like well I certainly didn't write a thesis but I'm just trying to understand working life and family balance and yeah, I like to see her perspective on that, having, you know, gone through schooling while she was raising four kids with dad and and working and all that stuff. So I did, you we know, were talking about balance. I was like, I wonder how that, I wonder how she would change that now. These are questions I'm going to ask her, but I do think about them sometimes. Like, I wonder if she would think, like, if the, if she rewrote that piece, yeah. if it would look yeah. the same, you know? Interesting well, stuff, right? Okay. Here, which leads me to the next question. I would just, I was going to say, yeah, like the perspective on that, you know, having been through it and on the other end of it, it would be, it would be really incredible to listen to. So yeah, I would encourage, mm-hmm. encourage you guys to, to mm-hmm. get her done. Like <laughs> well, well, I'm in, this is your opportunity to do it. Later. Like mom, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, um what yeah. was I gonna say? Oh yeah. If you were given the opportunity to write a thesis, what would your topic be? That's mm, that's a tough question, but it could literally be anything. Okay, well then you gotta give me like a not like an example, but like give me the what's I I mean I know what an I know what a okay, thesis well, is, but example. I don't really like I would, oh, I think it would probably be, 
if it's it's so what to obtain your master's it'd be something that you're an expert in so you're going to be doing like mm-hmm. something like ten thousand mm-hmm. hours or something like that um that you what do you feel that you've done enough of to this point that you could be like it it, it would be a little messy but i could probably write it or talk about it on this topic and it doesn't even have to be specific. Some pieces are like super yeah, specific. Please, but here, please. I'm going to give you an example. Yeah. When, when I lived in Toronto, so when I was living in Toronto yeah. back in like 97, 98, um, I met lots of people there from all over the place. Some in the same um, program that I was in. I was there working on a, like a government program. Um, they're called Experience Canada. And what you basically did is that you went to Ottawa for a couple of weeks. You did some training. But then you were placed in a... Um, in a province not of your own, basically. So, I mean, I could have ended up in Manitoba. I could have ended up in Alberta, anywhere except for Saskatchewan. I ended up in Toronto. And anyway, that's the short of that. In meeting people there, there was a fellow that I met there. He did his thesis on... Um, um, okay, now I'm not, I may not get this totally right, but it's essentially um, tr- tragically mm. lyrics and mm. Gord Downey and... Not just the lyrics, but like, and not even just about the the whole band, but it was actually more specific. And it was super interesting him talking about it one night. We actually all went out for New Year's Eve together. And I remember him talking about it. And I was like, what? Like, my mind was blown. I'm like, you can, like, write a master's on this? Like, this guy, he was like, he knew them inside and out. That's neat. It was crazy. I recall you telling me about this because as you it know, is me, I, so- well, years and years ago, I, I believe, like, maybe not far oh, after yeah. you'd gotten home from this um regardless of how close but i i can mm-hmm. vaguely recall this conversation because as you know our i mean our whole family has a pretty soft spot for the tragically hip as most canadians that grew up in that mm-hmm. late 80s and 90s um and then some and mm-hmm. um yeah so but i mean you know what i don't i just don't know i mean honestly the closest thing to now is probably like anything it would be something golf related and you can get your your master you can become a master professional but i'm not you know if anything it would it would surround like and i'm only digging into this now but it was like the idea around like it's it would it would be some i would have i would imagine it would have something to do with professional development for some on some level of some sort i think about Mm -hmm. like the organization i'm working for right now and how we're trying to work with this shift of culture and i've got all this knowledge i i feel like you know as far as like being able to really um deliver a really great experience for somebody who is you know, is looking to have an experience, right? Like if you're intentional about what you want to do um, in life, regardless whether it's play golf and have a sport or play a sport um, or um, ha- have a dining experience or just like something along those lines, I feel like mm-hmm. I I get that. I can, that's where my biggest like, sort of like empathy kicks in for that i don't feel like i have a lot of empathy but Mm -hmm. it's like when you i can sense what people need i can anticipate needs of people like and and then i can kind Mm -hmm. of work into that and it's like even over the last four or five six years all right now maybe 
close to 10 years, this process of like my own personal development and what are the things that drive me again, when I, you know, dip down a little bit, you know, what are the, am I doing these things and knowing that I can do these things to, to, you know, check in with myself. And, um, you know, that's why our relationship mm-hmm. is growing in the way that it does, because we're both kind of in the, this journey of this, doing this work on ourselves for, ourselves Mm -hmm. but also for the people around us right I mean we all we all want relationships that's the thing right I mean we talk about um you know my wife and I we've gone to see some people we've done some courses we've done we've done different things but know that like connection is Mm -hmm. is kind of what it's about and when you a connection really is just a relationship with anybody and and that could be a stranger or it could be your you know Mm -hmm. your your older sister or your parents or your you know your spouse or whatever that looks like and and that's what we really need to right to um you know that's the thing that's going to pull us through whatever it is we all have dark times Mm -hmm. nobody is you know nobody's adverse to them exempt exactly exempt right exactly yeah it's true and yeah i do agree with that it's just like the the connections that we're making um every single day and and making a point of like continuing to um like develop them and that just happens when you have a willingness to get deeper with people and get real with people and i'm finding that even my closest friendships now are becoming stronger and mm-hmm. like even more authentic. And I mean, that's part of like my own doing and just being more um, like engaged with them, I guess, when I have like time with them, but it comes back to you. Like when you put that out and then you open up, then they want to open up and it's, and I'm finding that's, um, like beneficial across the board it's, it starts out as an idea like for me it's like I want this for me I want to engage with my friends more I want to um like pull from their experiences and then doing so they like I learn more about myself every day <laughs> and I make a point and you know this I make a point of having like frequent one-on-one time with my friends because that's important to me and and they, they know who they are if I can convince any of them to come, <laughs> come on here that'd be awesome <laughs> we'll see about that but no i hear you loud and clear like that is well, that's yeah that whole like intention and being purposeful in like the relationships you're having and, and owning them um yeah and i would have to tell me every single time i think of the word honing or i say the word honing i imagine honed tiles which are like the highly polished tiles so when chad who I mean, I don't often, I don't ever say his name, but on the podcast, he's, that's my ex-husband. Um, he's, a, he's a general contractor. And so anytime that he would be doing tile work, and he, I'd be like, well, what kind of tiles are you using? And he's like, oh, these like really nice honed, whatever. And I, in my mind, I think polished, refined, smooth, because somebody yeah. has put the work in to get it that way. And to me, it's just like, when I say honing my skills, honing my, <laughs> it's, that's yeah. the visual that I get. And that's what I put towards like when you're honing your relationships, you are polishing them. You're at like, that's in your approach and communication. That's in how you um, learn to start to listen to people more. 
And that's, I was actually talking to Alyssa today, who this is, that's our sister. And I was said to her today, I said, you know what, something for me is that I need to get into a conversation with somebody and not assume that they want my oh yeah opinion. <laughs> that's difficult for me. I'm like, let me give you my opinion on that. <laughs> and they're like, I didn't ask. <laughs> and so now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to just like, make sure that when I am listening to people that I'm not there being like, they're going to want my opinion. I'm going to get it ready. And because later then you're like, you lose, you lose sight of the moment because you're just kind of, you know, you're getting your response together. And so now I'm getting, trying to get better at just being like, you're just here to listen. <laughs> Unless they say, I want your feedback. 100%. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, uh, if, if my wife was listening to this, she'd be shouting right now. Like that is me in a nutshell, right? I mean, that's, you know, it's, that's, um, she, she, yeah, she can ask me anything and I'm like immediately. And it's, you know, for me, it comes to a, like a, a deep rooted sense of always needed to fix somebody, right? Like I'm a fixer. I know that mm-hmm. I've learned that program. I'm, you know, um, I haven't fixed it. <laughs> For, for being such a fixer. I haven't even fixed that, but that's what I think it is. It's like, how can I make your life easier? You know, well, have a look. Like, it does, is my life that hard? Like, if my life is not hard, I'm not, don't expect that you need to fix it or need to make it easier, make it better for me or anything like that, right? Like, that's the whole idea of like, mm-hmm. kind of compartmentalizing that feeling like I really know how to meet or exceed somebody's needs in a guest experience view but my wife doesn't need that, (laughs) you know, like she just wants to hang, you know, which is (laughs) that. But I think that's what, I think that's what fixers are notorious for fixing, fixing the things around them and not necessarily looking inward as, as often until they get the awareness. And once that awareness is there, that to me is the catalyst for being like, okay, Mm -hmm now I can start mm. to listen <laughs> and I feel like I think that my journey to awareness um I think you had a pivotal part in that because I saw that you were capable of that um you're reason, like, well you remember me I was a, <laughs> I was a little shit and I still am at times but yeah well for sure and that yeah absolutely and, and <laughs> that's just because I've known you your entire life and so I've seen all of this stages and phases and um yeah well i'm i i have to admit i mean there Uh was a time when you and i lived together uh when dad was at the lake mom was on sabbatical and so we lived alone together and uh we just like cohabitated like it was no big deal but we were in our 20s but at this or um probably not quite I was would early, have been 18 or no, 19. I don't think you were quite. I was early, super early 20s. And uh, we yeah. were like, and not, not only, <laughs> yeah, not just we because of no work or school schedules. Like, we, we just kind of avoid each other. Like, it wasn't, yeah. No, we just didn't. We did. So that we didn't sure. dislike each other, but we didn't know each other or think, or we didn't think we had yeah. anything in common. And at the time, we likely didn't. Um, well, actually, at the time, so. We- I mean, though I think in those moments sometimes it does give me hope that my <laughs> sons will get along better one day. And I do, I think they get along for the, 
pretty quite well for the most part, but they're like, we're so different. And I'm mm-hmm. like, sure. so are Uncle Rat and I. <laughs> and we still are different, but there's there's some similarities there. And and I think that does does allow our our friendship to be strengthened too, not only just the fact that we're siblings, but um yeah, so wait a minute. We were oh, about to say something. No, gosh, no. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> No, that's that's been lost in the in the mix. What we were talking about, just well, we were talking. Well, first of all, yeah, talking about how I've known you forever and seen you and all the different things. Like, I've literally seen you transition into from somebody who I was like, yeah, no, 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 that's that's, uh, yeah, that's part for the that's part for the course. uh, uh, I mean, I laughed. It's not the first time I've heard other people say that, but. I was an asshole. I, as like, nobody knows me physically, but I have or had still to some extent a little big man syndrome, right? So like there were times when I would drink too much. I would be Mm -hmm. too loud. I was, you know, like there was this just like I was really kind of like, I wasn't like, I never felt like I was spoiled by mom and dad, but I was just kind of one of those spoiled kids. Like I just like, like there was something that was always just not really like I, I never really felt comfortable, right? So when you don't feel comfortable in your skin, mm-hmm. you probably, you know, you're, it's, it's a reflection of what's on the outside, you know? So I would never, it was hard for, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, absolutely. there's a lack of confidence there. Yeah, there's, 100%. There's some compensation. So, and, so yeah, totally. for sure I was. And I mean, I've, yeah. I made a lot of bad mistakes. I, 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 laid, I mean, I've learned from those lessons and I'm trying to move forward. There's the, the easiest ones that are kind of the hardest to learn, right? It's like, you know, the cliches, you know, the, the listen, listen more <laughs> or listen twice as much as you talk or, or don't try and fix your wife who just <laughs> tells you, you know, like that she loves you and you don't need to fix mm-hmm. her cause she's fine and everything's good. You know, like, you know, nine years yeah. <laughs> later, you should figure it out, but you know, so, but then, yeah, exactly. But then there's like it's the easier ones done. where it's like, don't get drunk at your place of work after hours and tell the on shift manager that he's an asshole. I mean, that's an easy one. That's an easy one to, to fix. You don't, oh, you, shouldn't, you don't you shouldn't do, that? do it again. But um, yeah. So, you know, those sorts of things, yeah. but it's, you yeah. know, you'd touched on it earlier. It was like that sort of um, the awareness, right? Like we, I think about when we didn't, mm-hmm. when we lived together and we may not have gotten along very well or just avoided each other. But at the time we probably had quite a bit in common when you think about it. Like I remember we went to, we went to a big rat concert yeah. in, within those years. Right. And oh, yeah. um, I mean, we, we oh, both yeah. really yeah. love concerts, music. You know, I think we probably both smoked cigarettes at the time back in the day. Yeah. Right. Like you didn't need very much to connect you and we could have, but we just didn't. And now we don't have much more to connect us to. I mean, it's kind of like, it's a bigger thing. It's that awareness. It's that connection. It's that, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's really all it is. Um, You know, golf, of course, hockey, you know, and we just find, keep, we just keep finding things that we're, we are both parents. Yeah. We're both parents. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're both, we're both divorced. We both like the Oilers. <laughs> we are both divorced. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? You didn't hear it. <laughs> like I, 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 I broke my comment. Yeah. So it's. 
we are both yeah we are both divorced and uh yes yes. you're remarried obviously (laughs) um but yeah those are like yeah i kind of got off the off the rails there but that's you know that's what it was we weren't it was just it was just a timing thing you know like i said uh you know, I, I had a chip on my shoulder. I recognized that I had that chip, that uncomfortability, that part, that part of me that was like compensating for, for whatever it was, but there were probably other things that you were, you were working through yourself that at that time, it just wasn't going to work. And now it's come together beautifully. Like I, you know, we've had this conversation a number of times that we're, I mean, I, I would consider you the clo- my, the closest person within our family. I think our family is all very close, but it's not as easy to to have those conversations with everybody, right? I mean, no, no. I don't think that that should be even expected in a family dynamic. Like, I think people are going to have their own conversations and their own dynamics, however they 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 can be. And uh, yeah, absolutely, I, I I get that for sure. But I definitely know that. Yeah, you make a good point that we were probably were more similar at that time, but we were both in this like, you know, your frontal yeah, lobe was developed. Mine was just barely. <laughs> we were not. We were still so consumed in our own worlds that to to even consider that you and mm-hmm. I would be like, let's go grab a beer together, like that never crossed my mind once, and we lived together, and. I don't, yeah, I just, just never did. And it's not that I feel like I wasted that time by any means. I think everybody comes around in their own time if they're even going to. Um, but then there was moments where like, mm-hmm. remember when our house yep. got broken into and you and I were the ones home. And then we just like, yep. we just like came together and figured that out. Like it was no big deal. And it's not like I was like, oh, now I have to deal with this with my yeah. brother who I don't even talk to. It wasn't even like that at all. Because if you think about that too, you weren't you working at Boston Pizza then? Maybe. <laughs> Probably I I kind of feel like you were because once in a while you'd like you yeah. bring left like yeah. you'd bring meals home and you'd be like, There's food in the fridge. And I'm like, hey, thanks. It's no. not like we were ever disrespectful, I don't think. We were when we were younger because at times, but not then. Like we weren't disrespectful. We were literally just like, I'm gonna work. You worked in the night. Yeah, yep. you worked at the, in the bartending. And I was working oh, yeah, at the yeah. tuxedo shop. Do, do, do. Hi, Roller. <laughs> Some of the jobs I've had, I swear. Tuxedo like, shop. Is... <laughs> yeah, I literally <laughs> like ironed pants. Like sweaty ball Ugh. pants from the wedding the weekend before. Like, come on. Gross. And measured people for their tuxedos and yeah we do actually some basic sewing too. well i think you learn some skills right that, off the bat right i mean iron yeah, is, I, mean, I, it's kind of, I mean i i still don't know how to iron a pant a pair of pants properly without like getting one i don't iron pants anyway so you know we're, i used to but <laughs> i don't iron any, i don't yeah. own an iron or an yeah, ironing no. board it's a true story. I don't. Yeah. Um, if it can't be tumbled dry, <laughs> if it can't be tumbled to to, or just be like, it is. You're it's incapable of. Rinking. Yeah, we've come a long <laughs> way with fabric. Yeah, so. right there. Um, <laughs> it is a good sure thing. Have. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. But you know what? That was my thing. Actually, for dad, when dad worked in the travel industry and, yeah. and wore suits every day, I would get like. 25 cents or 50 cents a shirt that I would iron. So I would set up the ironing board in the living room. In, you in had Regina? to do this. You're sitting on the couch, eating bonbons, probably. Yeah, in Regina. And 
<laughs> he's setting up the ironing board in front of the television. Oh, yeah. Hanging all his shirts off yeah, the yeah. one end. There's a whole bunch of them. And ironing his shirts and hanging them up. And I think I would get like 50 cents a shirt or something like That's that. Fantastic. Child labor. But, you know, if you learn a thing or two, it was just, it was, it was my game. Do the tuxedo shop. Absolutely. <laughs> your goals, <laughs> your dreams and goals becoming a reality. Uh, goals and dreams. Yeah. I have some really hilarious stories, but they're not going to, they're going to, they're <laughs> cutting room floor and they haven't even been said <laughs> about bringing that tuck shop. But funny stuff. Just, I'm going to just, fun fact, people get oh, yeah. drunk at weddings and forget things in their pockets a lot. And they, it doesn't even occur to them to be like, I wonder if it's really <laughs> Okay, give me one thing. Do you... Oh, yeah. Just like a box of a box sure. of shit. Lots of cigars. Yeah. Lots of um, lighters and matches. Like things like um, like um, wedding. Yeah, trinkets. Or... Like, uh, like the gift bags. Like the favors. They, there you go. What would they call them? The favors. Yeah. Right? The wedding favors. So lots of crap like that you know like <laughs> bubbles <laughs> bubbles and like no matrimonial cake or anything weird like that but um like i'm trying to think of something yeah there was of course there was, there was like condoms for sure there were condoms and there were oh yeah absolutely um like yeah just like all kinds of yeah, for <laughs> weird sure. things garters we would find garters in there because oftentimes, like the bridesmaids would wear them too. Really? I don't know. It's weird. I don't remember that being a thing, but I was thinking like this wasn't the groom's tux. Why is this guy very got very interesting? Why is this guy got the garter in his pocket? Well, don't they like, don't they shoot the garter off at the end of the night? Drama. But for the bride, yeah, but it goes to the guys though. The but guys would get like, the garter, and the sometimes... girls get the flowers. Is that not how it works? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. That could be how it is, but there were yeah, there were lots yeah. of orders. These guys are probably like, I'm not taking this home. Yeah, that's a good point. That is what they do, right? Or did or me too. I was thinking about that. I think about that often. Like, <laughs> we always think about who's going to get married next in the family. I mean, nobody in our. Well, I shouldn't say nobody. Bro- <laughs> Rowan, Rowan, Ethan, <laughs> Ethan. Oh, that'd no, be funny. Our kids. We should well, get. Um, we should get Frank and Molly married. Then we could have. We could have a wedding. That's true. Well, <laughs> our dogs get. Could you, since your daughter is such a good organizer of things, she like would love that. Are you kidding me? At she would week. love it. I think we should give her something to do. I'm in. I'm in for the. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna cost you sixty five dollars <laughs> for the whole thing. If we each got to put in sixty five, she's she's needing one hundred and thirty dollars pretty bad right now. <laughs> so specific. she'll do the whole thing. Uh, well, she hey, wants some Elsa and water nook doll that's a hundred bucks, and then she also wants this Ariel that floats and changes color. So she's gonna be the dog. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You do it all the whole thing. Here's the interesting thing, though. This is like mm, this is a moment of like things that make you go. You know how always, people always have like a. Not always, but if they have a beloved yes. animal pet and that's their ring bearer, when two dogs are getting Ethan, married, one hundred percent, who the ring bearer is going to be? It's, it's, oh, okay. 
Oh, that would be funny. No, he should officiate it. (laughs) Oh, man. As long as we have well, talk to your that. talk to your awesome. wedding planner. I'm sure she'll arrange everything. It'll probably cost it'll cost you extra. Okay, she'll she'll I'll work s- it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you she'll have like interesting questions. Like, don't you think they're always <laughs> a little old for Frank? <laughs> that would be hilarious. How oh, old man. is Molly? Molly's a year older than than uh, than Aisley, so she's seven. She'll be eight this year. She's seven. <laughs> okay. Well, Frank likes older women, so <laughs> that would be hysterical, actually. Um, very cute, actually. I've they've got me thinking. <laughs> for, for you might have to head I back to the tuxedo shop to see if you can get a discount on a tux for Frank. <laughs> 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 tux and tails for China. Maybe not that exists. That's funny. Actually, tux oh, and tails. Now that you mentioned that, that's really funny because tux oh. and tails, like tails, like a dog tail. But easily said last night before bed, she said this really <laughs> funny thing about um, like, so she was going to daycare today, and I was like, hey, you gotta go to bed, honey. It's gonna be a big day tomorrow. All your buds are going to be there. You guys are going to have a party. And she said something like, party, you know? And I was like, okay, where, like, she's got this accent going on. She doesn't think she likes her voice. So she's got this accent going on. And so she's, um, so she's, uh, party. And then, and then we started to get on this thing that we thought was a really good idea. And you can cut all this if you want, but I think it's gold. And it was like a shirt. So think of like a, now a shirt with, or do you want me that to wouldn't be sure okay. I would just like it to come to fruition, whoever does it. Um, <laughs> and it just has okay. like All right, so paws shirt. on it. Like a lot of them, like maybe in a diagonal or maybe there's just one big cartoon paw or whatever. And then you only make them in t-shirts and then you call it, call it your paw t-shirt. And so it's your potty shirt. And so then you get, you throw in that, that like New Orleans <laughs> accent and it's your, now it's your party shirt. It's a party shirt. Party shirt. Your party shirt. Your pa- it was party a lot more funny shirt. last night when you were going to bed. I love it. But... <laughs> I'm sure it was. Party shirt. I like it. Well, then yeah. this is going to give her a chance. Everyone to will have to wear party shirts. For I love it. Them dogs getting wed. Love it. I always knew that Frank would hook up. <laughs> Would we be partner for me? <laughs> yeah, he really is. just too cute. I'll even make sure he gets a bath. Any other okay. questions? Are we still Serious. we're still doing this? Okay. Yes, oh gosh. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 Are, you, are you ready? Being alone. What's your biggest fear? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. no. What? I mean, it is a fear. I don't think it's my biggest one. I don't think I have one big one. I think I've just got a bunch of like, not a bunch, but I've got a a couple of little ones, right? What's your most irrational fear? What's your biggest irrational fear? Because those are usually Uh, funny. (laughs) uh, Sharks in a swimming pool. Mine's sharks in a swimming pool. Yeah. I used to be like convinced myself. Yeah. So when we we grew up in Moose Jaw, we had a swimming pool in our backyard, and it was a big pool. And so we, you could, I used to always try to like get like 
You know, when you like push yeah. up one side and get to yeah. the other side in one breath. And this is a big pool. Like I, I, I'm weird for numbers and like literally 18 by 36 is my, yeah, is the number that comes in my mind. Yeah. Like, I feel like I saw that on the box and it stuck with me forever. I have to get mom dead to double check that, but not even kidding. Like 18 feet by 36 feet. And it was four feet deep across or four and a half feet. And yeah. so that's almost 40 feet yeah. of like, going underwater <laughs> well let me tell you i'd get to like the 18 yeah. or like not well i passed the halfway mark i get to like, 25 you know, 20 25 feet I don't know. yeah maybe and then i would convince myself that there was a shark yeah. behind me and then i would just yeah. give her like a flailing maniac <laughs> to get to the other side and then i'd like quickly jump up and turn around totally thinking that there was going to be a shark <laughs> like i could like that was an irrational fear i, I honestly i saw jaws and i saw yes. as a kid and both at carla's at carla's house it's all so, your carla if she's listening honestly yeah <laughs> next level childhood trauma from watching well yeah water. <laughs> jaws and piranha i saw them both at her house and freaked me right out and when we would night swim oh forget about it i always said to be like swimming like either right next to Alyssa or something I don't so this is two things Freak on that out, because man. everybody needs to know that your your memory is wildly um at, no it's well I mean again I can't Inaccurate. say for sure but it's it's <laughs> it's vivid <clears throat> you remember things from our past that I don't even believe happened mm. but I know that they did because other people remember bits and pieces be, yeah, believe bits and pieces mom, too. Mom but, says but, that too. <laughs> but they ring they ring true. I mean, I mom couldn't think of my too, most irrational fear yeah. because that one that you said is so based so long ago. I don't ha- I don't remember those ones. Like I remember being afraid of sharks for sure. I hundred percent. I would be afraid of sharks in a bathtub, but I'm not anymore. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really affect me that way. You know what I mean? So none of my fears yeah, really seem enough. irrational, even though I know they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> right well that doesn't even affect that doesn't even right. affect me in the ocean now like i can go to you know when we go to mexico i'm out in the well, water of course it even, like, yeah 100 percent. it does cross my mind but it doesn't it's, this is this is a weird thing i was actually having this conversation with my friend jessica the other day how in my mind because yeah. she yeah. told me that she went like parasailing in mexico and i was like yeah i would spend i would ruin that entire adventure for myself i'd spend the entire time looking at the sharks that were gonna yeah. get me when i because they're all just the there's millions season. of them and they're circling in the bay <laughs> like, of Banderas, right there that's they're all just, just there that's where they all live that's right because... <laughs> that's right they're all no but, logical but when i think of like yeah <laughs> but when sharks. i think of like fears like that like get me scared it's um heights and I mean, I'm not afraid to go, I'm not afraid to climb something. Yeah. I'm af- I'm afraid of the fall. <laughs> of course. That's, uh, that's yeah. That's logical. That's the, that's, that makes perfect sense to me. Oh, really? I'm actually afraid of the climb too, though. <laughs> You're reading the song, song. The Climb. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. that that's a beautiful song, actually. Kind of like pulls on the heartstrings. But I... I'm not, if I, I don't actually really like the climb either. And I remember when we all went, we went skiing in Whitefish yep. once upon a time. And, uh, um, and dad would do like the bunny hills with me. <laughs> and mom's like, Rhea doesn't like <laughs> down, heights and speed. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't mind speed. It's not that the speed's the issue. It's the speed at a, sure. like 
vertical level that's the problem for me i like speed like laterally i like jet skis i like motorcycles i like like that kind of thing i don't mind that but yeah the height thing is just like (laughs) it does freak me out here's the i'm fine in airplanes i don't mind being enclosed and up high totally fine same Mm -hmm. for you could you do a hot air yeah for sure could you do a you know where it gets me it's when it's when you know what you know what gets me like i was up on the roof uh, about two weekends two weeks ago on our roof not like the super pitched one but just the one at the Mm -hmm. back and even just like getting back on the ladder is like oh this is this is sketchy to me and then just last weekend we had um ethan's Mm -hmm. ethan's girlfriend was out for for easter and we were kind of giving her the sparkle tour Mm -hmm. and we went to that cliff that's right over the the bay and we were looking down over that and that was like mm-hmm. again i do it all the time i do it probably yep. two or three times a, a year just to show people it because it's a super cool you know drop but i mean every time i do it i get that thing in my throat yep. you know my mouth gets my glands dry up and i'm just like oh mm-hmm. this is it for me um <laughs> yeah exactly right so this is the day um, I tip over the but yeah no other than that like it yeah. doesn't again i could yeah. i could And we've done that with the kids before too, and I immediately become like, yeah, like irrational mom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like everybody yeah. back away. That's too close to the edge. That's too close. And then <laughs> I'm just like, take me, not the kids. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like someone has to be sacrificed. Yeah, and it's like no, no one's actually ever fallen. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's like terrifying. Okay, so sure. I have a question for you then. Yeah. You yeah. you mentioned I motorcycles. Mean, Will you ever yeah. get back on a motorcycle? Okay. Yes. I have mm. thought about it actually more recently again. Yeah, I kind of was going back through some photographs of my motorcycle and from uh, like a long time ago. But really, it was only in the last two summers, I think, yeah. that Quinn and I parted, parted our bikes out. Like, parted, you know, mm-hmm. and I kept the um, like the battery cover for my my honda and so i kept that and i have it and it's just like yeah i'm kind of like maybe i'm but what would i get now 100 (laughs) midlife crisis quarter life crisis three quarter three quarter life crisis um and being like oh it'd be kind of like cool to have it again but then i just think is realistically does that make sense like because in my mind i also think i want that motorcycle back the one I had and that's just not even a reality anymore so I do have a friend who um had a motorcycle had a Harley Davidson for a long time and then sold it and then actually it just somehow mm. came up again for him to repurchase last summer and that's just like he was like I never thought that that would be an opportunity again and that was super super cool for him and uh, I'm like that is cool like it was his own bike at, at one point and so that's really cool so I do think about that sometimes. And it's funny you mentioned that because I was just showing Rowan yeah. pictures of my motorcycle just like a couple of days ago. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, mom. <laughs> so uh, to yeah. answer your question, um, no, that's all right. I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything in your past that you would reconsider doing? Like doing it <laughs> bringing back? You really made my eyes pop. <laughs> <laughs> really true story oh you know what i was thinking i was thinking about you yesterday when i was reading this uh, i was reading like these 
clips from a, an Instagram account where this girl had asked, you know, when you kind of like throw out questions to your followers and then they answer them and she asked people to like rate like or chime in about their worst dates they've ever had and this girl said I have crystal clear blue eyes like really crystal clear blue eyes and I was on a date with a guy and he told me that <laughs> my eyes looked like I didn't have a soul <laughs> oh nice well yeah and it that's me, uh, chucks it up you. well no I know you have a soul but you also you have the crystal clear blue eyes that are always like demon red in pictures <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because, like they have no pigment to like throw back at the camera. <laughs> I don't know how that works exactly, but when she said that, she's like, "No Worst soul." Date ever, Ouch, told me I, look like I, have no soul. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's oh, for sure." Nice. She probably has like stunning eyes, but anyway, I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, how did you get? How does this happen? Like now, I get this it. This is now how I it happens. Listening to like armchair experts and stuff. <laughs> roll on a tangent you're like how does that even happen how can't they can't they the script is no script? fun no. it's a good place it's to get started so but it's no fun it is and i have to i feel like i'm like okay bring it back but i also think like anybody listening to this is gonna be like <laughs> who are these people <laughs> yeah, who cares i don't care i don't care yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have well, so many more followers after this. More <laughs> questions. Pure, oh my okay, gosh, yes, I do thorough. have more questions okay. for you. Do you have more questions for me? Fire. Well, not, I mean, not, either big, I don't know, let's see. Uh, okay, because we were talking about things that you've learned and things that you, like, how, you know, you're doing the work and awareness. My, I want to ask you, what is, do you feel is a, one of the biggest lessons that you wish you'd known sooner? Or biggest lessons or things that you know about yourself now that you wish you would have known yeah. sooner? Even though you can't go back and change yeah. it. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Step, step, step two. two. This is, step well, two. we're step really two. going somewhere, are <laughs> two. Step well, yeah, I knew you, yeah, you had to get, get into the new kids on the block. <laughs> you know it. Okay. Right. So I said, biggest lessons that you wish you'd known sooner. And even though, like I said, you can't change that now. But maybe what would that be your advice to... Mm. let's generalize men just because you are one um that maybe well i feel like you're kind of leading me here because those are two different things or well no i don't don't think you're leading me here but i know that so to the first one i mean like i have learned now that more importantly than anything is what we sort of kind of keep in a you know as as a guiding principle for ourselves is um um, like a little kindness goes a long way, you know, I, I really believe that I feel like it's, mm-hmm. it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have interactions every single day where I'm not being super kind because it's, I, cause I get triggered kind of quickly. Um, but I look back at those and I go, you know what, if I just, if it was just, a, if I was just a little bit kinder, you know, it would go a long way in, in, in the reaction of, or the response really about what that kind of put back to that other person. So I think about that. And then also for me, like where my head goes and how Mm -hmm. I can start to spin about that. Again, I'm thinking specifically about two very brief interactions I had with two people in the community here and they're not bad, but they could have gone better with just a little bit of kindness, you know, and they're not like, again, I mean, nobody's feelings are hurt. Nobody's Mm -hmm. like, you know, but I'm thinking, geez, if I was just a little bit kinder and that's what we try to like, 
instill in Aisley more than anything, like just a little bit of kindness. Um, but if we're talking about like yeah. men or boys or how they're going to grow up or anything like that, I think, I, I really think like mm-hmm. integrity mm-hmm. is so, so important. Um, first, it's like understanding who you are, setting good values and good, um, you know, whatever your best practices are or, you know, whatever you, you feel like you can get really rooted and really solid in and then just like be really true to yourself and be true to your word. And that's more than anything, right? Like I think that integrity because what you put out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't have anything else other than your word. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you, you mm-hmm. are going to come across as a person who, mm-hmm. you know, wants to be this, then be that. Like, you know, um, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in like the really like the, the just the real fundamentals of life. Just like you're gonna say you're gonna do it, do it, and like have follow through, right? And I'm just talking because I was gonna have a follow up question around that around integrity about what examples could you give around that? But that's just like the really the most basic form of it. It's like your word, absolutely. Your and your your, your word, word is is, word. is it's it's the truth. It's it's yeah. you being honest, right? It's just whatever it is. Like it doesn't you 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 can't be integral mm-hmm. with somebody that you you don't know right and i mean everybody knows who they are to some extent and some people want to look a little bit deeper than others um and that's okay like it's it's this is not a race to who can mm-hmm. who can figure out the, their shit the best or the fastest or whatever it is it's just it is just being aware that everybody is going through it right at a different pace at a different speed and um mm-hmm. when you do get a little taste you know, just kind of dig a little bit deeper and then find that and then find out who you are around it. And then whatever that person is, just be that person a hundred percent. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And not only, not only just the, the integrity, but the consistency and the integrity, because I know that sometimes people can be like wishy-washy in it. Like they'll be, in, they'll, they'll, um, say they're going to be a certain way to someone and the follow through, but then just other people. I know that there's a period mm-hmm. of time where you're sort of honing, I'm saying it again, honing your integrity mm-hmm. and then deciding like, can I do this across the board? Should I do this across the board? How is that going to impact the people around me if I do it across the board? Or how is it just going to impact me? Because it's hard to like shift out of that selfishness into being mm-hmm. like, okay, this is who I actually am. Some people don't get there for a really long time. I'm kind of only just getting there. I, I do truly feel like that. Like it's it's taken me because I didn't even like I had zero attempt on it, not shifting it back on me. But uh, that for my own experience, yeah, I'm like 46 and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to get it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I would echo that exact same yeah, thing. Like I'm huge. only starting to get it and bits and pieces at a time. And I, you know we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. And there's things that, you know, drive us in different directions and give us the responses or the reactions that we have towards things. But it's, it's really like, you know, we all get there when we get there. And, um, you know, I just think like the sooner you can get there, the sooner you can appreciate the things that are, you know, that are, that are right there in front Mm -hmm. of you. You know, it's. Yeah. 
and pay, and yeah, I agree with you. And then picking backing on the as soon as you the sooner you can get there is also mm-hmm. um like honoring yourself and getting there like cut on your terms to a degree. Because I mm-hmm. feel like we do make so many decisions based on the things that are expected of us. And a lot of people do hold themselves back because they're not wanting to necessarily do the things that they feel might make them happy. And um sometimes they don't get there so much later in life because they're like, oh, I wish I would have done this all along. And you know what? I'm gonna actually interesting that we're you bring that up is that I saw on uh, like on a Facebook thing, Facebook feed today, one of our radio stations, I think said, if asked the question, if you could do any job, if you could do, could be doing your dream job right now, what would it be? And I was reading the comments because I was like, that's a great question. And I was reading them and reading them and probably one in every mm, yeah. 30 yeah. would say, I am doing my dream job. I'm a teacher or I am doing my dream job. I'm a nurse or I am doing my dream job. I'm a stay-at-home mom, like whatever the case may be. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting. And I was like, really? I don't even know what my answer would be. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I would probably say marine <laughs> biologist, but then we bring in that whole yeah, like rational shark one. fear again. But I talked about a marine biologist back in like, back in the day and I was talking to like my friend Jessica again we were talking about this and she's like I did too I was sure I was gonna be a marine biologist I was like was there like a movie or something that came out around that time that we were all like obsessed with cocoon probably mermaids Who yeah no I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that yeah splash de- yeah, no it was not cocoon splash it was probably splat <laughs> I was just like we're all gonna be Love marine biologists landlocked like, in Saskatchewan in my life I love uh, now maybe that could be it too Landlocked in Saskatchewan, but <laughs> I'm going to do my part for the dolphins. And <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens. <laughs> what happens? Did you want to continue on that? No, you're doing great. <laughs> Cut you off. See? Not doing my best, uh... my best part. And they're just listening. <laughs> just going to add oh, in. Okay. I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> Like, holy God, I gotta go to bed. Um, I'm not good at speed rounds, but uh, yes. Do you want to do a little speed round? Oh. Well, actually, the speed round, we're not doing the speed round yet. We're going to wrap up with the speed round. I have a couple of things. These aren't speed round. These are just general, like, really general, like... Blue. What's your favorite color questions? Although that's not one of them, but anyway. Okay. Tacos. Um, what's your favorite, favorite food? You're going to try and stun me like you did last time with this thing. And now you're going to be like, Uh, say, repeat after me. And I'll be like, not not in your life. Know your tricks. (laughs) The tragedy. But I I mean, I have now it just like, I don't listen to the hip as often as I did back in the day when I was kind of into music. But now I just really love like my, my, my wife has really infiltrated my music and I, I love it. I love it. I love her style of music. I'm like, I like country. I was gonna say, are you like converted to country? Um, style yeah, now? I mean, for sure. It's one like, of us. It's just, one of us. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it. I don't love, I love it. I, I'm still very much a singer songwriter. <clears throat> love it. Um, I'm not a singer songwriter, but I enjoy singer songwriters. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> This is... Oh, I was going to say, what the hell? This is breaking news. This just in. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Ed Sheeran. Like, I'm what? Ed Sheeran. Do you know John Mayer? Um, Can you hook us up? 
I meant, I meant Anyways, that. yeah. So. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's your it's a little. It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we. I mean, she's got hers. I got mine. But it's just like I've been introduced to a lot of like, um, you know, I really enjoy Johnny Swim that I would never cross paths with if Tara wasn't completely in love with Joanna Gaines from, um, Magnolia. In yeah. So uh, and. I, you know, like, Ashley yeah. McBride is another one, but then like <laughs> that whole, you know, like that whole kind okay. of, yeah, I just, I think it's the, the, I think, yeah, I just, just a little bit of everything. Right. But then I still go back to my roots and I still listen to like Weezer and Radiohead and, mm-hmm. and, um, and obviously the tragically up and the Watchmen and the lowest of the low. And I mean, yeah. those are like, those are lady peace. Absolutely. I'm Mother Earth. Yeah. Two bands you've never Early seen in the same place because yeah. they're the same band. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. No, because they <laughs> they were at Edge Fest, I'm sure, a couple of several years ago, 20, 30 years ago. But that's besides the point. So that that's where I'd be with music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very good. Good to know. Um let's okay. Um Butter. Your favorite favorite club in your bag? My putter. <laughs> My <What>? putter. <laughs> Do you have a club name, Butter? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Butter. I'm like, what? My putter, yeah. I'm confused. Well, it's because it's custom. Putter. It... Yeah. Interesting. Well, you have cute. a cute. You, very, you called you it cute. cute. Like, I'm playing with a child. Like it? It's plastic. It is cute. It's... No, no, it's uh, all my clubs are ping, <laughs> and that camera, is um, that one's custom with oh. my daughter's name on it. So, no, no. I thought it was a Scotty Cameron that was custom with your daughter's okay. name on it. My bad. It's not. It's not the best club in my bag, but it's my favorite. My bad. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah, it's pretty. Vice. Cool. What's your favorite ball? What are you playing these days? It's it's different now because now I don't have to pay for golf balls. Right now that I'm back in the industry, they'll give me uh, golf balls, and then I'll just no, they don't give me vice. So, but I just play whatever they give yeah, me. But I do give have a bunch of vice left over here with my yeah. blooper taco logo on them, and I'll keep a sleeve of those for for yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Prosperity. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, in Canada, of course. Oh jeez. Well, that's I haven't played very much in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Um, Let's narrow this down. holds a very soft spot for me. Um, um, the Royal Regina, as I spent a lot of years there yeah. as a, as a professional, but I don't love the golf course. I've never. But then, so then I would just say uh, Harbor Harbor Golf Club in Elbow. It's it's where I'm at now. It's um it's pretty special there's a lot yeah. of other nicer golf courses in the place but it's for me it sets up for my game very nicely i've never played better golf in my life than i do at this golf course it's a little shorter i don't hit it very far mm-hmm. the greens are a little fuzzy um but they're still very true and they can be challenging and and i can shoot pretty good which is always when you shoot when you can shoot low scores it's it makes it that much more enjoyable <clears throat> Well, that's awesome. We're going to send that little clip to the elbow, the media people. When they're that's me, right? <laughs> just going to send it to me. <laughs> no. I know. Yeah. I'm just going to crop it and send it to you. 
<laughs> at Brett at ProShop.com. Okay. Uh, so that's the sketch one. What about? Uh, uh, well, I haven't played that much in Alberta. Okay. I mean, Bam Springs is spectacular. You, um, you know, I've played a lot of. <sighs> yeah, I can't. There's just too many. There's too many good golf courses. And that's yeah. the thing about them is that they're all a little bit different, even though they can look about the same. They're just. Um, and again, for me, it's really yeah. like an experience thing. So I kind of take in everything that's there, whether it's, you know, we often don't take in a golf trip. It's usually pretty quick in and go. I mean, when we go to Canmore, we play Stewart Creek quite often because our dads work there. We've all worked there to some extent, except for you and mom. And, um, so it's usually, but it's a, it's a, it's a not private, but it's a highly yeah, exactly. course. So when we go play with dad, he's not allowed to go in the clubhouse and have a beer after, which that's part of the experience. Right. So, um, you know, right. I agree. Yep. 100%. So we we'll sit on go the patio the and overlook the, it, uh, the marina, okay. but yeah, oh. 100 the marina absolutely sign me up love it well uh, i mean i've been uh, fortunate enough to play some of the best golf courses in british columbia um you know it's it's a toss-up again i mean from a like a from a sheer like what everybody needs to say it's like the shaughnessy's or the capilano's right the the highly exclusive golf clubs that are there but i didn't find them that they were like it's more that mm -hmm. sense of like you just be careful and it's kind of like you're walking on eggshells around there you don't ever want to do anything wrong you don't like you feel bad about taking a divot and stuff like that but then you get to like some really nice resort courses in in Kamloops and Kelowna, Tobiano, again, Talking Rock. Those are two that hold very dear to my heart because I worked at mm -hmm. both of them um, and I kind of cut my teeth there. But again, you know, like some of the beauty yeah. of those golf courses is yeah, it's unmatched. Um, Predator Ridge, you know, I played that a couple of times. Um, that was really cool. The Rise was really neat. Mm -hmm. um, I still have a lot of good buddies in the, mm -hmm. in the interior that are at golf courses that, you know, I... Uh, the rise is mm -hmm. in Vernon on the other Where's same the rise? Predator Ridge. And they're just like oh, okay. mountaintops across from each other. Yeah, it's very. You've never played? Oh, amazing. Mm. I've never played in D.C. Well, we don't have any family there. Well, we do. I've but never it's... played in D.C., you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Uncle, yeah. Well, we do. So John would take you, area, take you but... to his... And I played, yeah. uh, I think he's still yeah. a member at Kelowna Golf Country Club. And that's a, it's a, it's nothing to write home about, but it's a nice track. They keep it in good shape. You know, it's, there's a lot of money that goes through there. So they're able to do all the things that need to be done. Um, mm -hmm. But around Kelowna, you can get a lot. You can do cool? quite a bit nicer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. And finally on that note, on that topic, uh, uh mexico mexico and hawaii, and hawaii. <laughs> but hawaii i mean hawaii counts it doesn't count because you know, <laughs> like the states um i'll give a shout out to shelby montana we went there and played mm -hmm. one february <laughs> no it wasn't you're what? right i um i hit a shot and got onto a pond there was video years and years ago of me like um 
I hit it onto the pond, but the pond was frozen. So I went out and got it. And I was like playing hockey with my seven iron or whatever on this with golf gear on. It was kind of funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, since we both played in Mexico and we have played in Mexico together, yeah, this is, you know, here's the thing. You're going to get me started talking about golf and then I'm not going to be able to stop talking about golf. And it's, I can't, like, I don't, <laughs> no, okay, I know like, my choices. Uh, my choices to, are El Tigre, Flamingos, and Lady Boot. Okay. Here's your choices. Because uh, you've never played Las Palmas. Um, the. Lady Boot. <sighs> Yes. Well, I played. Yes. And I've played all three with dad. And I played Lady Boo with dad. I've, well, actually, yeah. So, um, I personally, I score better at El Tigre. I think the greens are a little bit better at El Tigre, but, um, Mm -hmm. oh. (laughs) I think it's El Tigre. El Tigre. (laughs) I don't know. And, um, okay, but Lady Boo, right, I think right, is right. just, it's just kind of a special place. There's more, there's only about half a dozen holes on there that aren't really cool. You know, the ones on the ocean are awesome. They've got some cool risk rewards. They've got that cool, uh, par three, I think number eight. Yeah. Uh, is that the one where we go over? Yeah. Yeah. Is that where yeah. It's like, like a, yeah, it's like an island green. The, like the, it's on, like the, the, yeah, is on an island. Yeah, that they, one's uh, neat. Um, but flamingos is cool because cool. that's where. Well, actually, I saw a crocodile there up close. Pretty, you know, that was cool. And it was it wasn't like a crocodile. Like he was camouflaged. Like I, I wasn't close enough to him, and it wasn't like I was. He was just hiding, and it was cool to see him kind of hiding. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's it. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I haven't asked you my tiger question yet. <laughs> that was a beautiful segue. But I do sure. more, I have to, actually I really don't have that many more questions, but I do want I feel like they are important. Um because we're gonna get a little okay. bit like bring it bring it together here. Uh okay, but I do have one more golf question though. Like like, like three I, course in- to play. If you could go one place, one place that like, I mean, if you don't say Augusta, you've lost your mind. But I've always kind shot, of like place, I've always like and and I could do yeah, this right? because it's it only takes money to do this. It's not private or anything like that. But I, I there's this golf course in New Zealand called Kid Um Cape Kidnappers. And the drone footage looks crazy. Okay. Like Yeah, so it is bananas but again it's sort of one of those things that when you drone footage you don't get the same visual down below so it probably wouldn't i mean it's still gonna be remarkable because it's kind of it's kind of like not fjords but like inlets and like crevices and stuff like that where they've all kind of built it in so that would be neat but i mean if if they're finding it and i can play anywhere in the world it's gonna be it's gonna be either augusta Mm -hmm. or pine valley most likely augusta though yeah yeah. Well, yeah. If it's a one shot, like we're sending you, you're doing I get to play once. It's get one. one what round. about you? Where would you go? Unreal, right? Have you given that much? Thought? Okay, that's pardon. 
a little bit yeah like uh, um i would say like speaking within canada there's one out in like uh, i think it's like cape breton or i don't even know where it is it's way out east and it just looks unreal like there was a they hosted something there there was a big uh tournament there so then move forward i i was looking at it online a couple probably um, cabin a couple years ago and i'm not sure even what the course is called i would know it to hear it and yeah, it is the cabin, actually. You're right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. It looks amazing to me. Yeah, like, if I'm going to say sure. local-ish within Canada, that looks incredible to me. I would just, just like, cry because I couldn't play to save my life, but I would just be so in the moment and in the experience. I would just, like, that would be un- unreal. I mean, I mean, anybody who has any inkling on any kind of golf is like, yeah, okay, Augusta, and well... I don't know. There's some incredible anything that has like mm-hmm. when you're seeing like mm-hmm. mountains and ocean <laughs> is pretty pretty spectacular, right? And I mean, I know that you was talked about like I think mm-hmm. that more in the moment of like if we ever like mm-hmm. if I ever got to witness Dad at like a Masters or something, that would be yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have oh a couple God. more questions for you, and then we're going to do a, a, a for sure speed round and then wrap it up. Um, I'm not going to keep you up, up all night long. Um, uh, we talked about a lot of things today, though. We, like, covered some super good ground. We talked about, like, traits that maybe more people... Well, did we talk about that? Traits that people need mm-hmm. to strive, strive for. You suggested integrity, and I think that's <laughs> very admirable. I mean, we talked about the paw t-shirts. We talked about... <laughs> about all kinds of things we we kind of came back got around to the biggest fear but i sort of took that over i don't think you're, um, I I don't think you're gonna get to any of your questions we're move on. actually no, I, well, <laughs> I don't think you're ever gonna um, be done what, in, what my wife and my daughter and you good i couldn't figure that might be your answer. 100 or i guess i was hopeful Mm-hmm. You're having a glass of wine. You didn't even offer. As I take a sip of my wine, what? what? Well, thank you. Still would have had a cocktail. <laughs> well, yeah, fifteen yeah. minutes away. Yeah, for sure. COVID, you. I mean, look COVID, at you, Ray. Look at the look at the stuff oh. you're doing. It's not unlike all the good something. things that you've said about me. We're it's the same up. for you. You're doing this work, and I mean, I think it's so admirable because, like we've talked about, there's there's people that don't, and it's. And not like there's anything wrong with that, but you, you get to just, you get to dig in, you get to recognize who you are and then you go, boom, look at this, look at this thing that you've created for yourself that brings mm-hmm. you joy and brings so many other people joy. Like it's, it's the highlight of, mm-hmm. of my Mondays and my Thursdays is, is listening to your, you know, is listening to your, I know that it's always there for me. It's a constant, Aww. it's the <laughs> integral that you've done around it. And that's, and that that inspires me to, 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 you know, just That's if really I continue nice. doing the work, those things, will, those opportunities will pop up because they're not coming up. They're just, I'm creating them out of the things that I'm, that I'm doing. And that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's somewhat unexpected. I mean, I had an idea and I kind of just went with it and I, <laughs> I, I took a really brief like kind of like how to podcast and the biggest takeaway from that was she was just like there's no good time just do it just 
don't don't be so particular in your format don't be so particular in your how it has to be just mm-hmm. be yourself and you reminded me of that this week when I was feeling a little bit like writer's block and you know just like well you're just like yeah you're just yeah. it's your own take on life's lifeiest moments and it's true that's what I said from day one and whatever kind of comes comes to fruition happens and it is a lot of fun for me I love it so I I I look forward to it. I like putting in the work and it's, there's not a lot of things in my life in the, like recent in the last, you know, decade or so that, that has been just for me and just to, that I've gained something from. You're welcome. And that's a big deal to me. So I appreciate you acknowledging that. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's nice. And, you know, I have had people connect and say on a number of occasions, actually friends be like, I love mm-hmm. it. I just feel like I'm, I feel like I'm sitting, I'm having coffee with you and you're just talking away like you do. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's awesome. That's, that's, I hope that's the way that it's perceived because I just want people to be like, oh yeah. yeah. I want, if, if, my biggest thing is like, if so, you can take away anything from it. It doesn't have to be everything, but even if one little thing sticks with you that day, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, yeah, I want to just think on that. Then that's, that mean, means a lot to me. Okay, what's yeah, the dumbest thing like, you ever did? I could not, I could not pinpoint it down. Like, like you know what? It's right. Yeah, it's always been, it's probably been like it's always had something to do with alcohol, no question. Like that's when the that's when the id my id comes out the worst is when I'm when I'm mm-hmm. drinking and mm-hmm. and I still drink to this day. It's not like I'm, you know, but I I it's way more manageable. Mm-hmm. I don't get. I, you know, I don't get where I used to be. And I used to do some really dumb stuff. I remember like having a party at our house in Regina and having a bunch of people out on the back deck climbing on the roof. And I like really mm-hmm. being really three, four, ten sheets to the wind and being on the very top of our roof and peeing on the guests that were on the deck that were at my party. And I know, right? Like, not like it was, I was hitting anybody. It was just kind of a joke to, oh my God, to like, dude. you know, there, it oh. wasn't like it was packed and there was a hundred people and there's one to one. There was probably like right. eight people and they're all sitting on lawn chairs kind of around the place and I'm peeing off to the side. But I was, I mean, there, there's the only thing that stopped my fall is the cement, you know, and it's, yeah. it was, it's, but I did lots of that. Like, um, yeah, oh I mean, I remember, yeah drinking and driving you know just really really dumb stuff that i am fortunate because there's a lot of times that i probably shouldn't have made it home those are the dumbest things that i've done yeah Yeah, i think yeah i am with you there i've definitely uh yeah i've reflected on a number of things where i'm just like oh gosh like wow can't believe i (laughs) got through that one and uh but here we are going to tell about it and really can just like shed light to the well this is the thing though like you can't you you can't you can consider this you know kids they don't listen i mean (laughs) mom and dad always told us don't drink and drive don't drink and drive we'll pick you up no matter what all that stuff i never took advantage of that um you know like uh and and i couldn't even tell you why i didn't to be honest like Mm -hmm. i I honestly have no idea if if it was like a sense of um of like uh not privilege but like you know i had this 
feeling like I was like invincible or something like that. Like nothing was going to happen to me. Fortunately, it didn't, but it does, you know, and it's just kind of one of those things. And I feel like the, you know, I, you know, um, Ethan is, Mm -hmm. is, you know, at that age where, you know, drinking all that stuff. I just feel like that generation, I don't think it's getting any better, but I think they get it a little bit more. Like it was never, I remember, you know, parties that you guys would have and you're you're four years older than me and and Alyssa's and Alyssa's five and you guys would have parties and and you know I remember getting into mm-hmm. a car with I think it was I want to say Colin Coolman. Yep. Is that is that a person? And oh yeah he, we probably yeah, shouldn't be using last names. Oh, Colin Coolman's yeah he was he would he was uh Keely's boyfriend in high school. But anyway like yeah well, and it was just like we were yeah we were you know we were up with him and like everyone had gone to bed the sun's coming up he's the only one up he's having a chew and a beer and it's like me and tim and eric maybe like my buddies in grade eight and we're like hanging out at this party and we get into a car with him to go down to the shell to buy cigarettes or something and it was just like well that's dumb too right like but but you you never thought about it whereas i think this i think there's more of a push and Mm-hmm. And people are mm-hmm. starting to understand it a little bit better. I know that I don't, I don't, yep. you know, even consider that sort of thing anymore. And um, I mean, unless I'm in a golf cart, but. It's fair game. They, they can only go 12 kilometers an hour. So not going to get into too much trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we're all good there, I think. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we definitely did some dumb lists, some dumb shit too. Like countless times, <laughs> actually. That's maybe a whole. Other as ready as I can be. Whole other episode. Okay, are you ready for the speed round? It's pretty. It's, they're tacos, but it'll be all good. Okay. Golf. Pizza or tacos? Golf or hockey? More coffee. Coffee or more coffee? Beach or snow? Wayne's World or Dumb Dumber? The hip or bare naked men? (laughs) Bare naked ladies or bare naked men? (laughs) (sighs) Ping or Taylor Made? Ping. Uh, That'd be the stumped. Question. Tiger. He's Tiger. He's the goat. He's the goat. What? Like, forget about it. That is not the way I thought you were gonna go on that one. He is the goat. He is the goat. But uh, you're also a huge lefty fan, so I was like, I did not think. Well, I didn't know how that was gonna go. All right. Last but not least, what? Now, uh, I mean, you. You want to go? You want to go down this <laughs> road? I was just. I mean, like. I is think that, Jordan Spieth just won like last a week. Woman. I think he <laughs> would have as good a chance as any. He's playing unbelievable, and he's got good history there. Um, I would love to see Rory win uh, to complete the Grand Slam, um, but I think, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I would just love to see it. I think that would be awesome. I would love but to, to be honest Rory with win. you, this the crop of young guys is unbelievable. You can't count anybody out. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau. You know, I think Bryson will have a good week compared to um, what he's done. Yeah with his 
golf game and how he's had a chance to see Augusta in November and now how he's going to get to see it now. I think it's going to be a big, I can, I can almost sense like a, you know, a Rory, um, something like Rory and Justin Thomas down the stretch on Sunday or Bryson winning by eight. Like something like that is going to happen. Or it's going to be oh, that wow. little Japanese guy who's okay, then. like 500 to one. So that would be exciting. That would be a good, if anybody put, anybody put a hundred dollars on that, that would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's going to be good. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see how it all plays out. And no, I'll be at the golf course all I'm weekend. Sure so I'll have it on the end and then and, uh, checking in when that, when you can. If I get any work done at oh, the so golf you're course, be like it'll, be a, it'll, be a sh- it'll be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a gosh darn miracle. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, with, when when uh, the when you're no, I don't because that's an, I mean, plays, no, I don't, and I'm still waiting to watch in. the third period of this <laughs> Leafs Canadians game, but I'll get to it when I get to it. And but hockey is a different story because it's. Yeah, you wouldn't. Okay, so you gonna, wouldn't care anyway. You only care about your you. Oilers. <laughs> winning, they're winning. Oh, I check in. Is what I, they're doing. I check in to see out how your guys are doing too. Well, so if I <laughs> okay, if I can, if they're losing, I can like razz you a little bit. I I I, like, I keep tabs. Don't you worry. Yeah, thank you. Okay, Rat. It has been my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for coming on Freestyle and with friends as my very first guest, my brother. You are far and away one of my most favorite I was glad friends. to be here. Thanks. And uh, I'm glad that you were here today.